Welcome to Outrage Factory. I'm Dale. Hello. I'm Dale. Uh, let's just let's just fucking get into the dumb thing. That right into the we, dumb shit. We need to talk about that. Uh, There's so much actual dumb shit that happened. Yeah, I mean the the main thing. So we talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, United taking heat for some stupid oh leggings God. thing that didn't didn't oh, even was matter. That- United? Yeah, it was United, Holy too. Fuck. Uh, the hits, figuratively and literally, keep on coming <laughs> for United. Hey, yo, face punch, Joe. <laughs> what was it, like two weeks ago? Uh, I'm sure you've heard about it by now, but unless you recently emerged from a cave, uh, a doctor... So, airlines have this practice of overselling flights, and this happens yeah. all the time based on the assumption that uh, some people will miss their flight or just not bother showing up for it. I blame you people who are no-shows. You I, ruin everything. I was going to make a crack about how, like, nobody misses a flight, but I actually missed a flight out of New York when I was there for work, like, a year and a half ago. Just, like, slept through my alarm. Yeah, I <laughs> missed like, a flight from Vancouver to Calgary when I lived there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it does happen. Yeah. Uh, so, airline airlines will uh, have this practice of, like, overselling uh, overselling the capacity of the plane yeah. and then just like hoping people don't show up and if everyone shows up uh, you're essentially fucked and you have to bump people from the flight and then yeah. that gets particularly messy when uh, you have staff members that need to be moved from city to city so that other planes can leave and usually they'll take volunteers and they'll offer you I think the standard is 200% of the flight's cost so Basically, if you pay $400 for a flight, they'll give you an $800 voucher so you can book another flight and then have $400 left over. Yeah, so the, the uh, and that's actually mandated by the FAA. Like, yeah. there, there are airline regulations, because if it was up to the airlines, they wouldn't give a shit. They'd just pull you off the plane. Oh, yeah. As we saw when a doctor uh, in, I don't even know where the flight was departing from, but was... I don't uh, know. He was going to China, I they, think. they looked for volunteers... They could no. He was going back home to work. On like, was, didn't he live? Wasn't he from China, or is no, he just Jesus, a Chinese doctor? He, he was. He was. That, that's uh, there. You go being racist well, against Asians again. Everybody was pointing out. I'm noticing. No, what happened was everybody's pointing out that he was Chinese, <laughs> like a Chinese doctor. I thought they meant he was a doctor in China because the Chinese government got involved and said there was going to be lashbacks on the states for like causing this to happen. And China was going to get involved. In yeah, it. that's dumb. You have no leverage. So I just assumed he was going to You China, have no leverage. And that's why the government was being like, yo, he was coming here. No, I'm pretty sure he was an American citizen. He was returning home to like Houston or something. He was a, a neurologist, I believe, and he had patients lined up. Anyway, long story short, they asked for volunteers. Nobody volunteered to get off the plane. Uh, they uh then made it mandatory and when they uh they say they pick people at random it's not fucking random at all it's how much money you spend. mostly random it's how much money you spend with the airline it's your frequent flyer miles it's it's uh when you actually check in to catch the flight so basically if you require pre-boarding they don't take you off and if you have special boarding they don't take you off yeah because those things are limited to people with like disabilities usually yeah and could you imagine the heat if they like 
if this would have happened. So anyway. Plus it's a pain in the ass to take those guys off and on the plane. This doctor refused. (laughs) 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 Fucking awful. Uh, This doctor refused to get off the plane, uh, allegedly because he had patients. He had to see whose, like, lives hung in the balance. And a guy ends up getting uh, airport security uh, these these weren't air marshals. I'm pretty sure they were just like rent a cops for the airport. They were police, weren't they? No, they were. Uh, I don't believe so. Again, oh, I, I thought they were actual police. This would be officers. cool. Cool for us to research before we. Well, I read an article and it said police officers, and then United later said they would no longer get police officers to pull people off their planes after this incident. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, airports have their own police forces, don't yeah. they? So is this air quotes police officers? I thought it was like, well, the states have it's different anyway. Like each city has their own cops. It's not like the RCMP. True. Anyways, uh, it wasn't the actual airline employees. It was air quotes police officers. Yeah. Who uh, and the guy ended up obviously the man was not complying. He got pre- roughed up pretty badly. Uh, shattered some some bones. Uh, How did they shatter bones from the face? I don't know. They're chucking him around pretty good, I guess. Uh, I've known Dale for a long time. Dale has had some legendarily bad takes on, like, our entire friendship. But there's always, like, a little nugget of wisdom in, like, yeah. what he's saying. This was not... This is something you and I had, like, a text message full-on argument yeah. about uh, in the wake of it. And we, we wasted all our good material in that conversation. Yeah, but, so... Uh, but yeah, Dale Dale came out swinging on the the side of the airline, and uh, well, not the side of the airline, the side of mostly the other passengers. Like fuck this guy. Like yeah, it sucks, but get off the plane. Like there's four, they picked four people at not random. The other three people are like, oh shit, that sucks. Give me my money, eight hundred, because they got eight hundred dollars each in flight vouchers. So the other three patrons get off the plane they're like doo 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 and they get off the plane and then this Chinese doctor's like well I'm not getting off the plane you I'm can, a super can, important guy you can just say doctor I have patients you don't have to say that Chinese are waiting doctor. for me at home you can just say a doctor and then he doesn't get off the plane and then they're like could you imagine the conversation like this it's not the stewardess and the pilot who are dragging this guy off it's the police so the stewardess had to ask him like Three or four times, be like, sir, excuse me, could you please get off the plane? And he's like, no, I'm not going. And they're like, sir, excuse me, we picked your number at not random. <laughs> not random. And we should have spent more money with the airline. Buddy. We need you to get off the plane so the other passengers can, uh, you know, get on with their lives because they were not picked. And then the guy's like, no, I'm not getting off. Like, could you imagine being the guy beside this doctor, being like, dude, they picked your number. Just get off the plane. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And then the worst part is the co- they send in the police and he's not like, oh, okay, the police are here. My silent sitting protest is over. This is going to end badly for me. I should just get up and get off the plane. Because as we know from pretty much constant news from the states, every time you try to fight the police, it ends up bad for you. So basically, they have to drag him off the plane, and he's screaming, and then, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but they show a picture of him bleeding from the mouth. Oh, apparently he, he left 
left the plane and then ran back onto the somehow like escaped in the terminal which like what <laughs> yeah he like escaped the authorities in the terminal and ran back onto the plane how are people still defending this guy i'm still defending this guy he okay. ran back on the plane so here's my thing i'm not arguing that the guy should have been like yeah fuck sorry buddy you got you got your number drafted you should spend more money with the airlines if yeah. you want to get treated like a human being i mean you're a neurosurgeon sorry you got kicked off the airline but uh, my thing is with, uh, I was raised in a time where uh, there wasn't this immediate response where it's like, you don't want to get your ass kicked, respect authority, obey the authorities, because you could you could disrespect authorities, you could mouth off to cops, you could like sit there and not do anything. Cops only got violent with you when you were violent. That's or the only time. when you were, once you're off the plane, you ran back in, they had to drag you off a second Even then, time. fuck it. If they have to, like, catch, like, oh, the, the shitty cop had to waddle after this guy yeah. and then grab him and pull him back out of the plane, <laughs> See, there's my... no reason to break a human's bones or yeah. fucking make him bleed out the mouth. That's not necessary. Well, my thing is this. I, in, in, of, at first I was like, fuck this guy, fuck everything. And then I was kind of like, well... That was too violent. It shouldn't have gotten to that. And then I was like, wait, it wasn't United who dragged him off. It was police officers. This has now become a question of police brutality because... Or whatever they are, brutality. Yeah, yeah, the air quotes police brutality. Yeah. Uh, I I would agree with that. I would say that United... uh, I think the policy of overselling anything and just like praying that people don't show up to get something. Like, fuck that, man. You have... You have a limited number of seats for a plane. You have, if I'm a concert promoter and the venue holds 300 people, I can't sell 400 tickets and yeah, be like, exactly. oh, maybe 100 people won't show up. And then if people <laughs> come to see the band they love, you're like, oh, sorry, uh, here's uh, money to go see someone else. Yeah, I'll give you twice as much to see uh, Kenny G when he's yeah. in town. <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. That is an immoral business practice. So why are we tolerating this from airlines? Yeah, exactly. So I say... Vote with your wallet and research the airline you're going to fly with. And if they practice the oversold thing, because they have to they have to pronounce this in their fucking contract that you signed, which is way too long for anybody to read. But read those, find one that doesn't do that, and then fly with them. And then I'm pretty sure they all do that. Okay, do it with the people who do it the least? Maybe there's the ones that, there's like, there's this new generation of like, uh... Uh, airlines that are like, oh, we're totally customer focused. Like JetBlue is one of them. Uh, oh yeah, that. I one. mean, they're still they're still awful, but they they're should like, call it Empathy Air. <laughs> empathy Air. <laughs> we'll never make your face bleed, yeah. airlines. Yeah. Well, the thing is, United actually the best thing United could have done was they came out and they said they would stop the practice of employees bumping paid customers. Which is the reason these customers had to get off the plane was four employees, employees had to, to go catch. on the yeah. train on the plane, and then so they bump paying customers. So now United's not going to pull customers off of the plane for their own employees. So that's good. What United should have done immediately was been like, okay, this was an awful situation. We apologize to this customer. Yeah. We're going to halt that practice. But what actually ended up happening is that they issued some like. Weasley half statement where they were like, oh, we're we're very sorry this happened. Yeah. And we're investigating. And then they sent an internal email that was obviously going to get leaked because unless you're a fucking moron, you know that one of your employees is going to be like, ah, this was shitty. News outlets yeah. forward in this email where they were like talking about how disruptive and awful and pretty much like 
blaming the shit out of this customer. Like me. Who, who yeah, which I get, but even, I mean, you have no, no obligation to like, nobody's giving you oh, money yeah, I don't for have, anything. It's not a bad PR move for me to, be, no, to it's blame like, this No, it's not guy. like we're going to sit here rip on our listeners who, by the way, all fucking morons. Yeah. All 20 of you idiots. Just the worst, <laughs> worst people. But I love it because I'm the empathetic one on this podcast, except for if you're a doctor on an airplane, then I say, fuck you. Or, or if you're Chinese, apparently. It's <laughs> not that he was Chinese. It just said he was a Chinese doctor. And I was like, well, that's obviously something important. Otherwise, this news article wouldn't point this out oh my six God. times. Uh yeah. So, and and the dumb thing is that you you say like vote with your wallets, uh, and United saw like a tiny tiny blip in their stock price. But like airlines, airlines do shit like this because they can get away with it. Yeah. Because we're also dependent on flight now. Oh yeah, because it's basically we have become a society where we're dependent on commercial ventures to get us around. Like, there's no public publicly owned governmently run airplanes yeah well like air canada was or kind of was and then they, they sold it off private, and privatized it. private but yeah like they're all businesses trying to make money and i get it like if i'm the ceo of an airline somebody's whining about shit like this i'm gonna be like well fuck you drive for 18 hours <laughs> like yeah. that's the choice you have moron i mean they could still be like at least nobody got beheaded <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah, we're still better Go than, ride the bus. Better See than Greyhound. Uh, more than bleed from the mouth. Yeah, like when we're all dependent. Give it like, you know, 40, 50 years when every car is driverless and probably manufactured by like two or three different vehicle manufacturers. And if they arbitrarily decide one day that they want to install a device that punches you in the nuts every five <laughs> kilometers you go, you're going to you're gonna take that hit. Like yeah, you're going to be yeah. like, well, I need my car. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, I don't want to get punched in the nuts, <laughs> but I also don't want to walk <laughs> or ride a bike. We should actually launch a driverless like what do you think the investment would be for that we should like start five bucks yeah five, <laughs> i got five bucks right now let's, let's do it start a driverless car company where uh it punches you in the dick and we can be super villain ceos yeah oh man that'd be so tempting to be a villain like what are you gonna do be a poor like hero that everybody like blames for breaking buildings or just the villain who are people like yeah we get it he's bad but He's bad, so we don't. What care. am I gonna do? Exercise? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fucking exercise. Get Anyways, physical activity. Like I said, voting for your wallet against United, I wouldn't vote against them for the doctor. But this other incident, where this guy on the same day as the doctor. Got stung by a fucking scorpion. Yeah. Uh, on the plane. United just took like... And I'm sure if this first thing wouldn't happen, we might not have heard about the scorpion. But... Uh, uh, I would have heard about the scorpion. That's, that's... That's my worst nightmare. That's awful. Scorpions, eh? Well... On a plane specifically? Or well, just... like sitting down and being like, Oh, I'm gonna go home. This flight's <laughs> gonna be like a couple hours. Oh, what's that on my head? Like, I, the thing fell out of the overhead compartment onto his head... And he, it, like, pinched him with its claw. So he's like, oh, what's on my head? So he grabs the scorpion, not knowing what it was, and it stings his hand. And then, if it was me, I'd just be scream crying like a girl. And then he throws it on the ground and stomps it to death. And, like, they're saying that what saved him was when it stung him in the finger, it hit his fingernail. So it, like, 
didn't puncture all the way into his hand. And was this, like, like, while they were midair? Like, they were already so flying? This is, like, on the ground, like, during the French part of the announcement, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, they don't have so the French one. Yeah. Uh, that, okay, so was this, like, uh, was this a wild scorpion, or did someone, like, bring a scorpion on the aircraft, like a Well, pet. it was wearing a collar. <laughs> I don't know. It had a little leash on it. Uh, like the other news story, this one was oddly vague about the origin story of the scorpion. Was it a Chinese scorpion, Dale? Are there Chinese scorpions? I, I actually, I will do some research and find yeah, out. Yeah, when you go onto your Chinese planes, tell me how I shouldn't be racist by assuming that Chinese planes are worse than North Oh, American I'm not flying planes. on Chinese planes. I flew Air Canada. Because <laughs> now who's racist? It's not, it's not, ra- okay, it's not racist to observe that Chinese people are genetically smaller than white people. So when I was like... That's kind of the exact definition of racism. No, it's it? it's an observation that well, is... Most tr- racism is, true. is from observations. Oh, okay, well, yeah. When I went, I was like, oh, Air China's like $300 cheaper than an Air Canada <laughs> ticket. And my mom was like... My mom, who's like five feet tall, was like, we're not, we're not flying Air China. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no room. They like cram you in like this. Yeah. Uh, Do they serve chicken don't, feet? I see. I'm gonna eat some crazy. I will. Oh, I will eat the hell out of. Some you are gonna feet. eat all the valuable pieces of animals, like the feet and Any the noses they're all, and the ears. They're all eyeballs. I'll eat all oh, of it. God. Meat, man. I think eyeball is the one I couldn't do. Like, just imagine biting into an eyeball. It'd <laughs> yeah, be like, that's kind of gross. It'd be like. A great or a cherry tomato, except for oh. it wouldn't be tomato guts in it. It would be <laughs> eyeball guts. Gelatin oh, and if it was hot, could you imagine? You'd be like, oh, I burnt my mouth. <laughs> would you burn your mouth on the fucking pus that's inside of an eyeball? Fucking eyeball pus. Oh god. If they like, if they chuck it in like a slushy, like some bubble tea, I could oh, probably handle that. Like little, like little like eyes. Little, little, yeah, yeah, like gerbil eyes or something. <laughs> gerbil eyes. <laughs> I could. Okay. We're going off the rails here. Yeah, let's get back. Let's get back to this to scorpion the scorp- talk. Yeah. I mean, let's not be ridiculous and talk about gerbil eyes. And then, and then after that, so United passenger. This is all United, by the way. And then yeah. uh, two newlyweds, same thing, uh, forced to vacate a plane. This one's weird though, because the like usually when it's like an airplane against customers there's like a difference of opinion but this difference of opinion is crazy like it's the newlyweds are kicked off the plane because according to them they went to their seats and there's someone asleep across all three seats so they went from uh oh, that's right coach like to business class which is i guess in the states they have three different classes instead of two so it's like the not first class but the better than or priority seating by the windows with the more leg room. Even then, this couple's full of shit. You don't walk yeah. onto a plane and be like, oh, my economy seat's full. I'm just going to, you know, yeah. upgrade my myself without Which paying is anything. 25 bucks a person to upgrade. So if it's that big of a deal, just upgrade. Yeah, like you married a dude who it wasn't going to drop 50 bucks so that you could fly in comfort. Like, On congratulations. Congratulations, okay. lady. Let's go to Costa Rica. <laughs> Coach. And you're like, uh... Why By the way, worry? when we get there, we're sleeping in cardboard boxes. <laughs> Happy honeymoon, baby. Hey, baby, you know how you said to be romantic to sleep underneath the stars with common beach vagrants? Well, wish granted. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think in this case, like, I think these people were just morons and made a bad decision. Yeah. And then after this United Doctor thing, they were like, oh, we're, we're victims oh, yeah. too. Which Look is another us. reason why I was mad at the Doctor, because I'm like, this is just going to open the floodgates for dickheads. And fortunately, the first two dickheads got denied and caught, and they're like, "Yeah, no, get off our plane." Yeah, I want to. I want to clarify the the dude who got stunned by a scorpion, not a dickhead. That man is a Ooh. hero. <laughs> who... That man. If I met them, I would shake his unscorpion stung hand because I'm so scared of scorpions. I don't want anything to do with the hand that did, did got stung. Did you get poison on me? It'd be like, hey, bro, where'd you get those sausage fingers? <laughs> oh, a scorpion stung me. And I'd be like, all right, I'll stay 10 feet away. I don't know if scorpion venom is contagious. Yeah, or if sweat. it laid eggs in your fingers, oh, then it would just God, like erupt a stream worse. of baby scorpions at you. While you're asleep and you wake up and they're just like mingling in your chest hair, all these baby scorpions. <laughs> like clicking. Do you think they like in horror movies when they click? Do you think you could hear that like in your snap sleep? Their, yeah, their claws? like like I don't know if it's just like a horror movie thing. Yeah, I don't know if they've ever. Do they actually do that? I don't know. I'm too scared of scorpions <laughs> to actually look at them. Yeah, but could you imagine a hundred no, baby scorpions on your chest waking you up with <laughs> tiny clicks? <laughs> being like. Well, when you say it, it sounds kind of cute, but it also horrifying. Well, yeah. Like, just the worst, worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the pro. Like, airlines fucking suck for a zillion reasons. Especially like, United. Like, United just, like... And that's the thing. They don't necessarily... They're not shittier to passengers than any other airline. It's yeah. just they are run by morons who have no fucking idea what to do when, like when there's bad PR or yeah. when like so if you're a 10 year old girl a guy who gets stung or a doctor or newlywed don't fly United and you're fine yeah you'll, <laughs> you'll be great all the other yeah. airlines are wonderful well, it's like leaves... floating on clouds yeah uh, as long as you're not flying Air China <laughs> you're, <laughs> yeah you're probably okay but yeah them it's not you don't even get to the staff it's the actual physical plane that sucks. I've flown, yeah, we've flown uh, Allegiant to Vegas a couple times, and Allegiant is like, Allegiant is like an airline uh, that will basically, I'm exaggerating here, but they'll basically like dig airplanes out of landfills and recommission <laughs> them. And I it's don't just think like, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I could see them hooking it these, up to their car. And these are fucking awful. Pl- they did like yeah. a study, and they found that like Allegiant aircrafts had like near catastrophic experiences more than like any other airline in the past 10 years because they're just they're awful planes they're like they're old as hell the staff don't give a shit about you like nobody cares but tons of people fly this airline because you're like oh i can get to vegas for like fucking 80 bucks it's awesome and you're like i'm gonna be drunk on the flight anyway how bad could it be like yeah like and that's the thing that's all all united has to do they could they could have a stewardess like ritually murder someone on every yeah. flight and they could be like hey we're having a seat sale 100 dollars off yeah. people would be lining up to buy those or they're tickets. like any other plane will give you a seat 25 dollars cheaper and you know how many people would fly with the murder lines just to <laughs> save 25 bucks Pretty much all of them. On your honeymoon, we'll give you a free upgrade to business class, you cheap fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, nobody's going to pay 25 extra dollars to fly on Empathy Air. Yeah, although they they might. We'll we'll take that gamble. I would because I'm a good person. Speaking of spending extra money for dumb things, uh, Unicorn... Fuck. 
Yeah, the unicorn, what is it, Frappuccino? Oh, God. Okay, so Starbucks, and this is actually, it's it's genius. Like, whoever works, this is something obviously conceived by a marketing department because no person with taste buds would have been like, this drink is a good idea. Yeah. They were just like, hey, this shit will look cool on Instagram. This is like a, yeah. a, a beverage that is made for Instagram. Exactly. Uh, and they were like, let's just throw a bunch of random shit in a cup and blend it well, up and it's put some not- pink random it's sour pink powder and blue pink powder and mango syrup what the, see all of that <laughs> none of that sounds just, good to me well the mango syrup sounds good even that i'm not not a, i'm not oh, a mango love fan. mango it's but okay. as I'll soon as it. you get into like fake mango that's gross yeah and i'm but, like okay mango syrup i'm sure they don't have people like sitting in a factory milking mangoes this is like this is artificial <laughs> squeeze the tiny <laughs> mango nipples the little mango teats <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is artificial as hell so starbucks released this beverage and it like blew up the internet people are losing their fucking minds for yeah. it because people love unicorns and people love uh pink shit and people love things on the internet uh and, and they also love sugar Yes, so <laughs> there there are people, and this goes, but we talked about this a few episodes ago where people were like blown away that Subway didn't use like 100% actual chicken. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, there are apparently people in the world who go to Starbucks and order a 64-ounce milkshake and they're surprised that there's an unhealthy amount of sugar in that. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. They're like, wow, this tastes like eating pure sugar. This has got to be good for me. I mean, I could feel it like... Just antioxidizing my blood right now. The food babe right now is like, I found out there's not real unicorn in this. I'm so mad. It's so unhealthy for you. I'm gonna launch a campaign. I was I wanna know the turnaround period from when we love the unicorn uh, frappuccino to when you're considered a basic white girl bitch for liking the unicorn (laughs) frappuccino. Oh god, we have to be there already. Is that like like, because everything speeds up exponentially, so it took, like, what, a year for the pumpkin spice latte, so now it's been, like, what, a week since the unicorn thing came yeah. out? It was, like, 420s Eve. I, for me, personally, I thought this whole thing was, like, Starbucks being, like, guess what, it's 420, we're gonna make something stupid, so all these <laughs> stoned people will be like, ha, 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 I'm gonna eat that. I totally thought that's what it was. Isn't that when they launched it? Was yeah, it well, on, they it was launched on it 420 Eve. Okay. Because our inside stores at Starbucks told us it was gonna be launched on 420, but then they're like, yeah, we don't really wanna associate with, um... Lovely people who smoke weed illegally people in who, public. Yeah, even that people. So who, we're launching it the day before. So yeah, they oh so that so even then they capitalized on some sales. Oh yeah, like the only people who would think I haven't tasted this thing. I've read awful reviews. As a thirty-six-year-old man, I can't walk into a Starbucks and order something that looks like a super soft birthday party yeah. favor. I mean, I love unicorns, but. If I eat this thing, I know I'm going to gain five pounds. Like, I don't even get, like, other Frappuccinos. Yeah. Because you know they're bad. And then, oh, and then it's got whipped cream on top. Oh, please tell me whipped cream is not bad Is whipped cream bad for you? Wait, sugar and heavy cream is bad for you? Dude, I ate an entire stick of butter today. Is that (laughs) that bad for me? You felt (laughs) weird. Dipped it in sugar. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so people are actually outraged over this beverage containing an unhealthy amount of sugar. But now I'm seeing, uh, 
there's like people coming out in defense of it. I saw this awful, awful fucking post where they're like, you know, it started off strong. They're like yeah. making fun of people for not realizing that like this giant tub of cream and sugar would be yeah. bad for you. Uh, but then they're like, hey, you know what else has, like, a lot of sugar in it? Orange juice. And I'm like, you're comparing, like, yeah. orange juice, which is healthy, and, and has, like, fructose, naturally occurring fruit sugars yeah. versus something that was conceived in a laboratory. Yeah, that's like being like, oh, you're totally drinking this thing that's made of color and sugar. Did you know bananas have a, are, like, the most sugary fruit? Yeah. Well, that's not even the same thing at all, like... Even if a person eats, like, eight bananas a day, that's way too much sugar. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, I ate a brick of shortening. That has fat in it. You know what else has fat in it? Avocado. Equally bad. No. Yeah. Oh, well, you ate that shortening. Did you know guacamole is bad for you? It's like these people. Oh, it reminds me of... I'm actually not sure if this is an urban legend because it happened before the internet, so obviously I can't even research it if I wanted to. But, you know, the candy bar, eat more. Yeah. Well, someone did and then got fat, like she ate more, and then she sued them. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) And she sued them because the name told her to do it, and then it's just like, like, I would just love to be the judge in these courts and be like, you're stupid. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Not just, not only do you throw the lawsuit out, you're actually yeah. like, this This was a real case. Uh, I don't know about the Emore thing, but there was a, a, a suburban mom somewhere who sued uh, Nutella because oh God. <laughs> she, she literally, this is a person who believed that Nutella was a healthy oh, breakfast that. spread. Jesus. And it's like, dude, like. Fucking taste it. Like, just yeah. put it in your mouth and you could be like, yeah, that's mostly sugar and fat. Like, that's yeah. that's all it is. So. Life hack. If something's really sweet, there's a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> like, unless you, like, nuked your taste buds with meth, yeah. you should be able to tell when. And if you do meth, you can eat all the sugar you want. Because, you true. Your metabolism is sky high, man. And you your will... life expectancy is, like, what, two days? <laughs> you're, you're not going to die of a heart attack. You're going to die yeah. of, like, a meth OD. You won't even live long enough to get fat. <laughs> it's, it's bleak as hell, Dale. Hey. Bring, in, bring in the happiness today. So, in conclusion, don't buy the, fra- the unicorn frappuccino. Go out and eat a real unicorn. Yeah. That's, I mean, we are going to see a campaign where there are people, like, super upset that there isn't real unicorn in this. Uh, <laughs> also, in conclusion, stop, stop. I don't know why people are walking through life being like, oh, this, this like, cheap, convenient food is also yeah. healthy for me. <laughs> it's, you're, you're dumb. Anything you get from a fast food restaurant, even if it's their healthy options, yeah. not healthy. Go yeah, to exactly. a store. Buy some fucking vegetables. Learn to cook in your own house. Stop relying on, like, Starbucks to give you the nutrition you need. Cooking is the easiest thing in the world. You take an ingredient and you add heat to it in a numerous amount of ways. Actually, so you, I'm I'm glad you brought this up because I saw something that personally outraged me uh, on your Facebook feed. And it was, (laughs) now that you're talking about cooking, the fucking, the god-awful meal Dude, Dude, please explain this to our listeners okay. who might not have you as Facebook friends. Okay, I call this the super meal because everybody's like, oh, do this meal prep. Just spend six hours in the kitchen and then you'll magically have your meals for the week. So what I do is 
My mom used to make this thing, and she would call it rice shit. I don't know what the actual <laughs> equivalent actually, is. Better, better. So name. basically, what I do is I start with rice as like the base starch, and then I pick a meat, and I just change it up all the time. So this time I picked rice, and I was like, oh, chicken would be good. So I got chicken breast, and then I was like, oh, maybe I want to throw some fucking uh, super high iron in there. So I picked liver, which. I agree. Most people hate liver. I actually love liver. I'll yeah. say the liver was the least offensive thing about it. I'm going to say don't add liver to dishes like this because the flavor's too overpowering. <laughs> so anyway, so I take that. And Lesson then I, learned. Then I pick vegetables. So I pick mushrooms, tomatoes, spinach. Um, why am I drawing a blank? That garnish that some people hate? Cilantro? Yeah, cilantro. cilantro. And then I put pineapple in it to give it some... Give it a little bit of sweet kick to it. And then, so basically what I do is I boil a rice and at the same time I'm sauteing the vegetables. And like I cook the meat separately because you don't want to like fuck around with raw meat and get uh, salmonella or whatever. So I cook all the ingredients. Then I mix it together. And then this time, usually for flavoring, I have this like, which I'll admit is kind of ghetto because the company's called Cool Runnings. And it's... Awesome. That best, first of all, <laughs> Best Disney movie ever made. Yeah. And it's, it's jerk powder flavor. And so I'm like, well, this probably isn't good for me, but it's flavoring, so I'll use it sparingly instead of salt and everything else. But this time I was like, oh, I feel like I'll try to curry. So I got um, butter chicken paste. So I mix everything together, and I mix it up, and I put the butter chicken paste in. So it just it looks like it's the probably the consistency of stew. And I put it in a bowl, and I put feta cheese on it. And then that's disgusting. I mean, okay. So, looking at the, like, your ingredient list, I can yes, see, like... Yes, it looked like dog this, food this when thing, I was done. This thing, it, it seems nutritionally sound. I know yeah. where you're going with this. This thing must have, like, you know, 80 grams of protein in a single serving. Yeah. Uh, but it, it looked like a late-term abortion. Oh, yeah. And it, like, it, it felt like something that, like... Charlie Day from Always Sunny be like, this is my magic meal. Oh, I, I admit, and even the way I treat it is gross. Like, I put it in, like, six different Tupperware containers, and then I freeze it because when you mix all these ingredients, you just end up with a shitload of it. So, basically, I have, like, old yogurt containers, an old feta cheese container, and I just shove it in the fridge like I went through the depression. Or, sorry, the freezer. <laughs> and then every couple of days, I'll be like, oh, and then I'll pull it out, put it in the fridge, and then when I get home from work, it's ready to eat. Like, I'm not going to defend this. It looks disgusting. It looks sometimes when you fucking awful. It, it kind of gets weird and gross and doesn't sustain the deliciousness. But for me, it was a way to get away from fast food because like I'm a welder and I'm not going to say I work hard, but I work harder than I want to. So, <laughs> so a lot of the times I'd be driving home and I'd be hungry from working harder than I wanted to. And then I'll be like, fuck it. I'll just get fast food. But if I know this is at home, I'll be like, Oh, I'll eat the pig slop instead of fast food and everything will be good. I mean, okay, so yeah, going back to our point about fast food, I mean, if this guy can throw a bunch of random shit in a bowl, yeah. like, it sounds healthy, it looks, like, I, I don't, can, do you taste things? Can you taste food? Yeah. Do you, do you have, like... Yeah, I have, I have, I have good do, taste do you buds. Have taste buds? Dude, my taste buds are on fleek. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah, uh, no, like, the, the, the good thing about when you mix everything like this after it's cooked, like, if you cook it all together... 
it'll get one flavor. But the reason I like saute the vegetables separately and then boil the rice and cook the meat is because once you mix it, you can taste it all separately. Yeah. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. It sounds like, and it's good that you're cooking a big, but, but like, fuck, man, don't post that shit on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah, like, oh, there's there's no presentation value. Just whatsoever. like at least put it, like you know, get uh, like a one of those. Uh, what, what am I saying? The the circular uh, thing you can a use bowl? to like make patterns on places. <laughs> yes, scale. Throw it in a fucking bowl. Take a picture. Put it on Instagram. Uh, Moving so time back into the uh, high people like unicorn frappuccinos, uh, four twenty recently. Holy fuck! Good callback. I completely lost where we were. Yeah, we were fucking. We're all over the place today. Uh, four twenty recently happened. Uh, for those of you who don't know, four twenty is like St. Patrick's Day for people who really like weed a yeah. lot. Uh, I'm gonna preface this by saying I used to be a guy uh, who had names for his bongs. Uh, I had multiple bongs. Yeah. I, I had unique names and personalities for each of them. It was like, yeah. oh, I feel like getting Wait. a little a little frisky today. I'm going to smoke out of the devil bong. <laughs> like, oh, I feel like, you know, chilling out and taking it easy. I'm going to smoke out of the... Whatever, man. Just... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Just moving there. along. <laughs> uh, so 420, back when I, like, strongly identified as someone who really loved weed. I do have to point out, you did never wear clothes with pot paraphernalia on Never, them. God. And I, for that, I will respect you. Ne- never never wore pot paraphernalia clothes. Never had, like, a glow-in-the-dark alien poster smoking a joint, uh, even yeah, in my headiest tacky. days. Even in high school, that's uncalled for. Yeah, I don't You You wouldn't know it visiting a lot of fucking stoners. Uh, never really liked, uh, you know, the smell of incense. Uh, I like the smell of incense. Not a, not a big fan. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Anyway, so... <laughs> so incense makes sense. Stop. Uh, <laughs> weed is still this this big thing. A lot of people show up for 420 in Vancouver. Always been a very pot-friendly city. Uh, it's been, like, borderline legal here for as long as I've lived here, which is over a decade now. Yeah. Uh, people used to be, everyone would like congregate at the art gallery and just smoke weed all day. And then, uh, all the people who love to smoke weed in Vancouver, uh, kind of outgrew that space. And the past two years they've been going to, uh, a local beach and people are super mad about that. Uh, well, I can understand because if you grow or if you pay enough rent just to get a beachfront view in English Bay or it's Sunset Beach. Sunset Beach, yeah. So it's Sun- like up from English Bay. Like if you get that, if you pay that rent to get that view, you're not really going to want to just fucking smell dirty skunk mixed with BO for a day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one day, but people, so people here, and I'm sure it's everywhere, but there's all these like NIMBY fucks running around, but no one will just come out and be like, no, I don't want them there. Why? Because well, I don't like it. Yeah. They have to, like, couch it in this other issue that they yeah. think other people will give a shit about. So, uh, for this 420 thing, everyone's mad because uh, a bunch of stoners showed up to the beach and... Uh, trampled the grass. And trampled... trampled the, which <laughs> And left garbage. Left, left garbage, I get. Like, fucking clean up after yourselves. But you, you get, like thousands of people in any public space there's going to be garbage there like you look at we have these uh massive fireworks celebrations every year 
for three nights. It's like this international fireworks competition. Like hundreds of thousands of people will come downtown to watch yeah. these fireworks. And next day, fuck, just gross. Like garbage yeah. everywhere. Uh, city has to pay people to clean it up. No one ever loses their shit about that. But the thing is, they pay people to just come clean it up, and then it's dealt with. Yeah. Does do the event organizers pay for that, or does the city pay for it because of the ec- economic benefits from a hundred thousand people coming downtown? I'm to... sure it's highly shady, and there have been conspiracy theories written about it. <laughs> but the thing, I think, the sticking point for 420 was the people who organized it were like. All right, fuck it, we're done. See ya. And Peace. then they just left their mess behind. I'm too high to deal with this they, right now. Yeah, they didn't even go to the city be like, uh, so we kind of fucked up and we didn't realize that we would basically trash your whole park. Uh, can you clean this? They're just like, <laughs> and they sped away. <laughs> I don't even know if that was the case. Like, obviously, the park got cleaned. Uh, the city yeah. paid like five, I think, five to six thousand dollars to clean the park, which, whatever, like, fuck it. Just, which I'll uh-huh. fucking clean a park for six thousand dollars. Well, yeah, like, even get like, you live in the community, you give a shit, gather some people together, go out with those little pointy oh, sticks don't say one that. day. I don't want to do that. No, fuck, not you personally. You don't live downtown. Yeah, but don't give if a shit. there's a mess in my neighborhood, and your I'm neighborhood like, is a dumpster fire all the oh, yeah. time it doesn't even uh, matter north delta is very pretty <laughs> just call it, it what is, it is uh, it's surrey man hey i live four blocks away from surrey so all right i do not live in surrey but yeah, I, w- I, I would deny living in surrey i mean sure there's a lot of cool surrey people and i i hear good things about it all the time <laughs> very very strong international reputation there's, there's a positive for the city reinforcement of about the quality of their women which yeah. I would enjoy. Is that something that persists still? Oh, yeah. I would, ah, Surrey oh, yeah. Girls. Re- reputation. Google See, it. basically, society's split into two levels. There's the level that acts like people are watching them on social media and That's whose me. job That's my level. affects it. And then there's people like me who don't really give a fuck about their social media or who reads it because my boss doesn't have Twitter or even know what it is. So I could say anything I want and there's no financial repercussions in my life. And those people still make Surrey jokes. And we are not SJWs and we are not politically correct. Don't. I hate, I hate the term SJW. Well, I said that because you should hate oh, them. Oh, God. Because they're the worst people I, I don't ever. even hate SJ Like, uh, SJWs has become this all-encompassing term that people just use as this, like... Uh, pejorative to like knock down. It's like, oh, you care about the environment? SJW. You well, care about women's rights? Extreme. You're an SJW. Yeah. You care? You don't think I should be able to call this guy the N-word? You're an SJW. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's hard too because it's polarizing everything and it's like, oh, you don't think that people should ha- share bathrooms of the same sex? Then you're an SJW. And it's like, well, no. I think campuses should work on the fact that people are still getting raped behind dumpsters before they let these people pee in the same bathroom. Yeah. So... it's a good point. SJW. They're very SJW <laughs> to say, Dale. Yeah, like, and the opposite. It's basically like you're either an SJW or a Nazi at this point. That's, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly how it's split, which... Fucking Segway time, oh, motherfucker. Big Check this shit out. We have uh, a, oh, fuck, we're so good at Segways. Uh, this is like, we should just rename our podcast, the Segway podcast. Yeah, if just you have, have a like podcast and you would like to hire us for Segway training, we will be, <laughs> for a nominal fee, we will come to your podcast and make dick jokes until the two subjects just bash together happenstance. Just, <laughs> yeah. You're just like, hammer it. 
Yeah. Hammer it like like a Nazi fist to the face <laughs> of an SJW. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll let you lead off with this one. Uh, oh, so basically, more alter right wing people are in trouble again because the guy who runs another stupid right wing uh, news site, which is weird because you didn't know there was this many alt right news sites. But anyways, basically on his uh, site, he said, there's this realtor in Montana. He said, go bug her. Here's her voice. Her Here's her phone number and her email. Go pester her, but don't do any violence or do anything like that to her. So basically there's, I don't even know if they're right, super right-wing dickheads or just people bored at home who are like, oh, I'm not attached to the outcome of this situation. I'll just send a meanly written email as a joke. So basically, this chick got 700 hate mail voices, voice messages, and all this shit with death threats to her and her son. And everybody's like... And so this guy who published that on his news site is getting sued. And... If you're like me, you're like, holy fuck, that's terrible. But what did this realtor do to garnish the uh, lash out of the alt-right wing? And this brings us back to basically our bread and butter, the Nazi Richard Spencer. Richard fucking Spencer. What happened was his mother was, I don't know. It's like these news sites, they're like not super poignant in pointing out the facts. So they point out that... The realtor in question may have pressured Richard Spencer's mom into selling her house. They don't say if she had it listed in the first place. They don't say how she pressured her. But all they say is this realtor pressured Richard Spencer's mom into selling her house. And then Richard Spencer's mom's feelings got hurt. And then this guy... This is weird because we have an instance of a white knight... In the Nazi like skinhead place, which is the last place you'd expect to find a white knight. So basically, he was trying to defend the honor of Richard Spencer's mom. And yeah, it's the whole thing is just turned into this shit storm. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's like, kinda, uh, yeah. You it's, read it and you're like, well, that escalated quickly. Well, I'm reading about it. The guy is Andrew Anglin from the Daily Stormer, which is like, uh, yeah, clearly uh, Nazi. Uh, yeah. like far, far right-wing site. Uh, like the fat guy from uh, American History X far right? Yeah, like I, I think probably about that like oh, wow. swastika tattoo far right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, there was another incident. Uh, fucking Ber- Berkeley, man. Berkeley, UC Berkeley has become like this hotbed of... Uh, of just dissent in in the states, and it it seems to another be like thing you zero. don't hear. Like you, first you have a Nazi white knighting, then you have violent hippies. Yeah, like which is it, it's yeah. So there's the the anti fascist movement. Uh, so what what people and I think people are doing deliberately now. But Berkeley, uh, we saw them. Uh, they they shot down uh, Milo Yiannopoulos yeah. was supposed to speak there and they then they burnt down. down Berkeley almost they rioted at Berkeley for that uh, there was another incident where fuck I don't even know who was talking at it or if it was just like a planned protest but, it probably uh, doesn't matter like half half anti-fascist and uh, half alt-right supporters and these people were like clashing in the streets like full yeah. on brawling 
uh, and and the uh, the anti-fascism movement got their their Richard Spencer moment where it's like ah oh, maybe we shouldn't say it's okay to punch people in the face who disagree with us because yeah. uh, this uh, little shitty alt-right guy uh, I can't remember his name I'm not gonna look it up either because I don't care about the dude that much but yeah. he like wind up and clocked this chick in the face and it's on video oh like, wow punched a girl full on in the face. Uh, and like you can't you can't condone stuff but like all these people and this is the problem with fucking identity politics now like people are like oh you know i agree with this guy's political beliefs so yeah it's okay to punch a girl in the face and they're making jokes like oh well we don't know maybe she identifies as a man so it's okay to punch her in the face it's just like i'm trying not to laugh at that you're a fucking trash person if you think that Mm -hmm. like this is acceptable in any way but, uh, I mean, maybe he just didn't want to assume the gender. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> just, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't do that because, yeah, this is wrong. And this is basically the end, like when we were talking about the punch a Nazi thing, this is basically the end point I was speaking of, which is you're going to have one of them punch one of you. And this is basically the worst po- situation possible where... You have an attractive girl, which makes it so much worse. Yeah. Get punched by, was he white? He yeah. Oh, most most Nazis are white. I the worst. Oh, I think it's a prerequisite. Isn't and the, it? the like, this guy's like he's like he's he's a very diminutive. He's a tiny man, and I'm starting to realize that like all these like alt right guys, uh, like uh, whatever this shit lord's name is, and uh, Milo and like Mike Cernovich, who is another one, uh, who like. Uh, very effeminate man talks with like a really pronounced speech impediment and like Richard Spencer who uh, a lot of people argue is like very clearly closeted like I think these dudes reason they align themselves with the all right movement is because they have been like just taking losses all their life because they're like you know they're they're outcasts in their own little way they're shitty they're not good at sports and it's hard for them to get laid yeah and they're like they they all have like (laughs) they all have (laughs) you know uh Societal, societal deficiencies. <laughs> that uh, Derek's trying to be nice. I'll just say it. they're <laughs> shitty people who don't have muscles, and it's hard for them to have sex with women they find attractive. So they take it out on society as a whole. Well, that's the thing. They just they, they project rather. So you have like two camps of people. A lot of people like internalize it and end up hating themselves. And yeah. these guys instead they they focus all their rage on uh, women and minorities, which are yeah. two pretty easy punching bags when you're a white dude. Like yeah. there's that uh, it's easy to lash out at those things. And yeah, apparently like basically, a lot of people are gonna fucking enable you for it. Yeah. Other people with shitty bodies who can't have sex with people they find attractive. Yeah, which is awful. But uh, essentially, uh, so Berkeley also again coming up. Uh, Ann Coulter, who is like, uh, oh, she's still around. I thought she like she's, left. Yeah, I thought she had died. Like, but she's yeah. uh, uh, the she leatheriest like racist hiding. alive. Yeah. Uh, she was supposed to do a speech at UC Berkeley. They uh, canceled it, or they said they would not. Uh, not host her and then they uh rapidly didn't about face and said yes the the talk will go as planned so again watch your news uh we're gonna have another clash of uh the alt-right versus 
uh, the far left, and essentially yeah. pick pick your sides, people, because this oh is this is gonna spill out into. There's no <laughs> centrism anymore. There's no like moderate left or moderate yeah. right. We can pretend those things exist, but they have they have no voice in political discourse anymore. Yeah, well, mostly because we don't get we're not those people who have all these in in anger issues that we could just pick a target and lash out. Some of us are like level-headed-ish. Yeah, kind of self-aware. We're not going to just fucking go ape shit every time something against our political beliefs happens. We'll be like, well, then maybe this will work out for the best. We'll see how this happens. Whereas these people are like, ah, fuck, I don't like that. I'm just going to burn my life down, maybe. Or burn burn someone else's. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and I think uh, the, the further and further we go, and we see this cropping up in Canada now, too, which is, like, Canada's always been, like, a very moderate place to me. Like, even, like, yeah. our our extremism, like, our our most extreme uh, right-wing political party, which are the conservatives, still probably falls somewhere to the left of the like, Democrats yeah, in the States. Yeah, like, exactly. They're not, we're not an extreme people, but you see... Uh, uh, I've talked about him before, like Rebel TV cropping up, and you have uh, some conservative party candidates who are like just like full on, uh, like Donald Trump light. They're they're trying yeah. to be, uh, and they're preaching you know the nationalism bullshit. And then you see like the the far left cropping up too. And, uh, the gr- Green Party is kind of emblematic of that. They've yeah. like risen to become a mainstream political party here, but they have very. Uh, very far left beliefs uh and and uh yeah it's it, the the moderates are not going to have uh a, a voice in politics in in the next like you know 10 to 20 yeah. years it's going to be your right or your left yeah basically the thing about canada that is unlike the states is we just have so much fucking space here it's like oh those people don't agree with me eh, i'll just go over to my <laughs> yeah move, move to a place where i actually have to see them <laughs> it's like oh i don't like the way people act in the city i'll just drive four hours into the nothingness and live there <laughs> that's and this shit becomes more appealing to me all the time yeah. i'm like uh a few years ago someone put like a remote bc mining town up for sale like the whole town yeah like build it or f- buy it start a commune fucking build a walled city get some like david koresh wake yeah. shit going on that's that's the way to go and just kind of wait out the apocalypse the one thing you got to do though is if if you do start this commune is don't fuck anybody else's wife that's where all these cults have their downfall because, yeah, you're the leader, and at first they'll be like, yeah, fuck my wife. I don't care. You're the leader. That's sweet. And then, like, a couple weeks goes by, and they're like, wait, why is this guy fucking all our wives? Wait, we should have an internal How struggle. did that happen? And then you're burning down your cult. Yeah. Uh, although I thought that was, like, 90% of the reason people started cults in the first place. Yeah, was to... it's like a catch-22. You're like, well, I want to start this cult to fuck people's wives, but if I fuck people's wives, it's going to ruin the cult. Oh, my God, what do I do? Decisions. Classic catch-22. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so UC Berkeley is going to be, I think, the first educational institution in the history of America to destroy itself over its dedication to... Uh, broadcasting the illusion that they give a shit about free speech and they and will let absolutely anyone speak there. I'm okay with it. Burn yeah. Burn it down. It's, it's, I mean, at some point, they're either going to burn themselves down or they're going to bankrupt themselves paying for extra security. Yeah. But, like, this this is the hill you want to die on? Like, or letting... we can go all conspiracy theory and be like, is this just the government's way of pointing out, like, once Berkeley's all burnt down, someone's going to step in and be like, see... 
That's what you get with free speech. <laughs> Everything just gets fucking wrecked. That's... Now you don't have free speech. Well, anymore. no, but they wouldn't even couch it that way because uh, what you know, a lot of people are like, ah, oh, free speech. This guy should be able to say shit about how gays are evil and still keep his job. Like everyone thinks <laughs> that free speech means I should be able to say whatever I want, yeah, and never face like, consequences that's for it. Actually, not how that's, it works. Yeah. It's like. It's more along the lines as free speech is like, I should be able to say what I want as long as I don't super hurt anybody's feelings. Because you can hurt people's feelings a bit, but as soon as you go too far, it goes into hate speech. Even and that, that's hate, definitely against the law. No, hate speech is protected by the First Amendment in the States. You is can, it? Oh, absolutely. No. You can, we're, uh, again, and this is oh, where I'm thinking Canada's of Canada moderation. Wears, yeah. And Canada, Canada actually doesn't have a free speech law. It's like, it's a super confusing thing that, if you read the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which I did years and years ago, and I can't really remember because, surprise, <laughs> it's not that exciting of a Really dry-ass legal but document? basically, end point is, we don't have an ironclad free speech right in Canada. It's more like what I just said, where you, ha you can say what you want as long as you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, uh, and Canada does kind of overreach here a lot of the time. Like, we just saw the uh, anti-Islamophobia oh, bill Which passed. should have been covered in the hate speech bills. I mean, it, it's already covered in the hate speech bills, but this is, this is actually... Uh, and, you know, I, I won't deny that Islamophobia doesn't exist like a lot of morons do. Like, yeah, people, a lot of people in this country shit their pants at the thought of Muslims. Uh, but I will say that... You can still criticize them. You should still be able to criticize their religion without your government. Yeah, can't we just like unite and criticize all Abrahamic religions equally? Like, why does it have to be? Uh, I'm against the Muslims or the Jews. Why can't you be against both? Because they both come from the same thing. It's called atheism, and, and those people are God. almost well, more obnoxious. No, you could than be anyone. like a Taoist or a Buddhist. In could you imagine if Buddhism had? three main splitting arms and those people were at war with each other no, ruining the world to keep their fucking mouth shut they oh, just they, <laughs> they just <laughs> sit in the forest and eat rice yeah that's it that that that, that that's probably is that racist that's i mean racist. that's that's that would only be racist if you assumed a certain race are the only people who eat rice right <laughs> I mean, it's implied Clearly, racism. Mr. Mr. Magic Meal over here, he <laughs> eats rice. He's not Asian yeah, at all. I eat lots of rice. Uh, we're at an hour right now. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Wait, did we cover everything? No, you had the uh, you, the cigarette emoji thing. Nah, I don't fuck know. it. We'll, we'll cover that next time because uh, that's not really super time sensitive because like every other online petitions, it's not going to do anything. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in next week. Uh, I'm actually off for two weeks, three weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. I headed to China, to China to tell Which them. he's going to be racist and not spread, ride their airlines. I'm going to spread tales about how racist Dale is in China. Be That'll like be great. the great white bear from Canada. They'll be like, they'll be like, who's this Dale guy? And you'll be like, well, he's this 260 pound white guy. And then all the girls will be like, oh my God, men come that big. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to non-sequester back into something funny I thought about weed. It's like, could you imagine the people who, f who like, discovered weed? They're like, hey, Billy, yeah? I found this new shrub. Oh, cool. Does it smell good? No, it smells like a dead skunk. And it's like, oh, what should we do? He's like, I don't know. Let's burn it and inhale it. And then, so they burn it and inhale it. And it's like, hey, Billy, how is... 
uh, burning that fucking skunk smelling shrub. And he's like, Oh, it was terrible. I, uh, I, I questioned every choice I've made in my life and I kept getting scared that somebody was watching me and the other guy goes well that sounds awesome let's make a holiday for it this is the absolute worst way to end the podcast you just like murdered everything yeah you've ever that's what people are going to remember from this yeah they'll remember how funny i am (laughs) (laughs) and they'll come back next week uh tweet tweet at us i'm at herder that's six r's all together uh dale is super dale bot you can also reach us at outrage fact pod on the twitter machine or email the outrage factory gmail.com tell us what pissed you off we'll be back in three weeks i just want to also add uh united if you want to sponsor our podcast we're open to we it. will say great shit about you guys uh, well not we won't erase this episode because we only make them whatever and we're lazy so what we'll do is we'll make a united friendly podcast if you give us lots of money all, all 20 of our listeners will really That, that goes for you United. 20 listeners, too. If you want to have a listener-specific insert your name here podcast, just give us a whole bunch of money, and we will. I, we're, we're, at, we're six episodes in now. People should be paying oh, us money for this stuff. We're legitimate now. Yeah, we're real. So, we're, like, we're like, if we were a sitcom, we'd be not failing. They'd be like, well, it's six episodes. I guess I'm going to have a whole season of this. Advertisers get at us. We uh, we definitely cover that coveted friends and family of Derek and Dale demographic. Yes, we do. A lot of disposable income there. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week. Bye.